0: I think people should just really trust themselves a little more instead of trying to talk themselves one way or the other. They just need to trust that what they're doing is going to work out. And if it doesn't, there's permission to pivot and move the other way.
1: This is your Badass Journey podcast. I am Kareen Walsh, serial entrepreneur, executive leadership coach, and author of the Be a Badass, six tools to uplevel your life. Each week, I will bring you a guest or a thought that will help you integrate who you really are with what you do. I call that living a badass life. Are you with me? Let's go. Welcome everybody to your Badass Journey Podcast. Today is a unique conversation I wanted to have with two partners in business that have created Badassery Magazine with the focus on how to build an ultra-engaged community of female entrepreneurs who live bold, passion-filled lives by embracing their true badassery. So of course, you know, I had to have them on the show because that's what we're all about. It's about shining your inner badass out there. There are over 17,000 badasses strong in this community. And really what I love about them sharing their journey is how they A, found each other, B, chose to partner, and C, have built this just nonstop energy on supporting other women in business and how to put themselves out there and align what they love with what they do, which you know is my motto. And so as they share themselves today, you definitely have to go and check out Badassery Mag and the events that they are going to be hosting soon. Um, You check out their events calendar so you can go meet them in person and learn and be part of this amazing community. So, again, I would love, I'm excited to introduce Samantha Parker and Kathy Rasmussen, the founders of Badassery Mag and the Badassery Podcast, so that you guys can connect with them, learn, and I hope you enjoy today's conversation. Welcome everybody to your Badass Journey podcast. Today I have a unique conversation and it's going to be part of the series where I bring in partners in business and we talk about how they are badass in their own right and how they came together to join forces and build badass companies. And Of course, I had to bring on the show the founders of Badassery Magazine and podcast. So welcome, ladies. I have Kathy and Samantha here. And what I love to do to kick things off, just so people know more about you, is basically what was your journey up into where you came together as partners in this business. And um, I guess Kathy will start with you first.
0: Well, I was working a full time job, and I was an event planner. I'd been an event planner for years it was something that was like my dream job i had wanted to be an event planner and fun weddings and big you know corporate events and just and there's a lot of people out there that that that's it sounds like it's a really fun thing to do right so and so that's what i wanted to do and i got into event planning i started working for venues and i had worked my way up to like what i thought was my ultimate goal was being a director of events for a for a space uh, an event space. And I was like this is my dream job. This is everything I've ever wanted. I finally made it. Why am I so miserable? Uh-huh. <laughs> and I would instead of, you know, thinking of all the things that I would be, you know, that someone would typically do if they found their dream job, like be happy all the time. I would be working, you know, 12 14 hour days and after work i would be sitting in my car in the parking lot before i even drove home and i would just be in tears because i was so miserable mm-hmm. and i decided that at the same time i i wanted to really do something for me i just didn't want to work and be achieving someone else's goals like the the things i was working toward in being an event director wasn't what i wanted it was what the company wanted and so i decided to Open start my own business, and a friend of mine, we were kind of on this journey together. And she is like, Well, you're really good at the strategy part, like, you're really good at helping people figure out how to do if they have an idea, how to like implement those ideas. Like, you're right, I love that. It's just exactly like event planning, except it's conceptual instead of like physical, right? So, I took the the methodology that I used to plan events and turned it into a system where I would help people to implement their ideas, and it's something that we actually still use with our in our Badassery Magazine courses vault today. But um, I opened started a business from it, and at that same time, I had been going to you know trying to get educated and going to events and going to conferences. And in fact, we, I was introduced to Samantha at one of those conferences where we both lived in Utah at the time. And so that was really a kind of, we just have a mutual friend and we're introduced and meet, we did meet each other in real life, even though we didn't live in the same city. But um, yeah, it just kind of started from there.
1: That's beautiful. I love that you took um, the... Gumption or the energy of not being happy and satisfied, and and then channeled it into such a a satisfying and fulfilling venture. You know, so many people stay stuck in the what's not working that they feel like they don't have the leverage to jump into what does. And that. so that's really cool about your journey. I appreciate you sharing, and also how you met Samantha. So Samantha, how about you, like up until the point you met Kathy, <laughs> what what did that lead?
0: Well, that's really a loaded question when you think about it because our journeys are so much more than like, oh, I used to work a job or I used to do this, right? So it's like, I feel like I've been on this journey and this path for the last, you know, 33 years because that's all the years I got under my belt. <laughs> so. It's really, when I think about my journey, it's been a composition of all these like significant events in my life that have really kind of built me into the person that I am and have led into this beautiful space that Kathy and I have got to create together. So I was kind of like Kathy too, where I was like, um, my journey was coming to an end. Literally, I wanted to end my life and I didn't want to live that way anymore. And that was probably one of the biggest catalyst moments. And that's what started me into the online world was... No longer wanted to live under a glass ceiling. I no longer wanted to build things for other people. And so I set out to build something for myself. And in the process, Kathy and I, you know, we came together and we met in between then when we were both building our own businesses. But then in the catalyst of that, we've gotten to create something that's so much bigger than just us.
1: I think that's beautiful in in taking that level of dissatisfaction again, but also knowing something else is out there, right? Like there, it could be a different way. And navigating that today, together. And I'm curious, when you when you joined forces or when you met at this conference and you were like, hey, we might have something here in common or something that we could do collectively, what was the foundational step in, I guess, launching? Badassery Magazine came first, correct? The, oh, so tell me a little bit about the journey of forming the business then
0: we were actually focused on starting our own businesses and neither one of us knew what we were doing. We were working, you know, trying to do all the things and go through all the motions. And I was really struggling with... Because I still had my full-time job. I was really struggling with managing all of the, the little things. And one of the little things I couldn't really get my... Head around was social media management, which happened to be Samantha's business, you know? So we decided that I decided to hire her. Like, I'm like, I need someone to do that for me. And so I hired her to manage my social media. And then as my business grew and I was able to quit my full time job, I was in that, you know, that period of time where it's like, You're trying to still like get enough clients to support yourself. So I wasn't able to continue having her be my social media manager. Mm -hmm. So, but she was already in the process of developing some of her own ideas for her business and developing some things. So we decided to trade services. Mm -hmm. So she still did my social media management, but I was helping her develop some New ideas that she had for her business. And that kind of working together on that level, mm-hmm. it we got to know each other really well and we got to know how we work together really well and we became really good friends. And I think that was like the thing that helped the most when we decided to start mm-hmm. Badassery was we were really like good business besties basically. And so, and it wasn't like Bad Astry Magazine didn't even start up like, let's start a business. Let's start a magazine. You know, It didn't even start like that. In fact, I'll let Samantha tell the story of that part of it because it really came from her. It was really her idea initially. Yeah. So I kind of just got fed up with the way that women were working together online. And I knew that there had to be a better way to do things. And at the time, it was this really popular strategy and i don't even see it anymore so I'm glad like someone burned it and someone <laughs> called them out and they were like no more and it went out into the universe and it was no more you know but it was the whole like if you get published on a popular blog then your business will be successful and so they had you there was like courses on it and everything like submitting all these original blog posts so like i'm like okay so i'm supposed to spend 20 hours a day writing 12 different incredible original blog articles. And I can only submit those 12 blogs and I'm supposed to do it for the rest of my life, you know, because that's how it felt like there's no way that's physically impossible. And when you look at the standards that people wanted for their blog, it was like, seriously, go shove that up your ass, you know? And I was (laughs) like, there has to be a better way that we all do this together. And so I had the idea for Badassery Magazine while I was just getting ready in the morning. And I was like, oh, what if I created a magazine and everybody could submit to it and there wasn't a gatekeeper? I was like, oh my God, that's how life should be, right? Nobody else should ever be determining someone else's success ever, period. I sent the memo to Kathy mostly being like, is this a good idea or a bad idea? You know, how like you bounce ideas off your business bestie. Yeah. And she was like, oh yeah, let's do it. And I was like, oh, okay. So then 45 days later, Kathy put out an issue of Badassery Magazine and the rest is history. So uh, we put it out. No, yeah, just... yeah, she designed the layouts, which was a skill <laughs> I didn't have. So I went out and I gathered the people in the articles. So yeah, it's definitely been a team collaboration.
1: That is so beautiful. And, and it is something that, you know, exudes in your online group or your community, I will call it, you know, the badassery community is so awesome because there are not that many places you can go where you can like boast about who you are, what you do, what services you put out in the world, looking for the right partnerships, especially, you know, women coming together to do it. For each other, with each other, and build similar business besties, as you call it, in this realm. I mean, it, it is so challenging, you know, especially uh, the mindset of well, it's already been done. So like why should I do it? You know, or ten other people do it and look at all their success. Why should I try? you know there's there's all this mindset work that needs to be done to say, hey, it's your thing. you're the unique part of it. Show up, share it, and let's see where it leads. And and having that as a beacon, you know, for women in business, and and sharing their badass sides and putting it forward. I mean, it's consistent with what you guys put out, which I love, and also so needed. So you're filling a space that is just it just needs to. It is growing exponentially. I do see that. You know, as I as I observe you guys's growth, and and also um, engage, you know, with, with all that are in the group. So tell me, like, let's tell our listeners, because some people have not maybe come across badassery mag yet. What is the construct and who do you, who do you really want to attract in so that you can continue to exponentially impact other people's lives and businesses with what you're doing?
0: We built the magazine to be more, well, really more than a magazine. We wanted it to be a community, like we have our Facebook group. It's really for women in business or women and female entrepreneurs who are feeling the kind of the same way we did when we started our businesses. Like, they don't want to play by other people's roles, they want to, they feel like they have this purpose they need to fill in their life. And owning a business is a, is a vehicle to do that and to have that fulfilled life and it's in a, and it's not that you know working so hard and and achieving all of these things to be successful in some point in the future it's like owning what you have right now and using the tools you have right now so that you can be successful right now in your life and so that like is the whole kind of premise behind badassery and um, in fact the definition of badassery uh, that we use is the urban dictionary definition and it is engaging in seemingly impossible activities and achieving success in a manner which renders all onlookers completely awestruck. And that was kind of like the, like, yes, <laughs> you know, when you hear that, you're like, yeah, that is badass. That's total badassery. Uh-huh. And it and it just kind of sums up what we believe in. The magazine itself, like it's uh, on our website at badasserymag.com. And then we also have a Medium publication, badassery magazine on medium.com.
1: I guess what Energy does it bring to you both each day to be, you know, running this as partners?
0: Well, if you look at it from a partner pers- perspective, it means that I don't have to do it all alone, you know, and I don't think like to have a successful business, like you don't need, you know, hashtag or air quotes, need a business partner. But what it does is it really like enables you to work on the things that you're really good at and let them work on the things that they're really good at. And then it gives you that dynamic team, right? So a lot of people have glamorized, is that the word? I was going to say glamorized. That has to be a word too. I like them. (laughs) Yeah. A lot of people (laughs) glamorized, you know, the word solopreneur and you know, a lot of there's Solopreneur podcasts or solopreneur courses, solopreneur. I'm a solopreneur. I'm a solopreneur. And they're wearing it like this badge of honor. And I think it's a bunch of bullshit. Like nobody truly is a solopreneur. Does that mean you have a business partner? It may or may not. But I guarantee you have a VA or you have a friend you're bouncing ideas off of. Or I bet you've talked to your mom about that business you're going to start, you know, or called up your dad or whoever. Nobody is truly a solopreneur. There's even a book about being. Like a company to a million dollars as a solopreneur or something like that. And I'm like, oh, come on. Like, who printed your book? Who built your website, dude? Like, you are not, you know, only sleeping an hour a day unless you're on some sort of pills. So, being um, in a relationship with a business partner really adds a whole new dynamic to it. And the fact that, like, if I'm having a really rough day, I can be like, listen, Kathy, this is really hard. And she's like, I know, girl, but we still got this, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then someone to celebrate your successes with too. So it goes both ways. Yeah, it's a kind of interesting we we tend to have the like the little mini meltdowns on uh, on an opposite schedule. So like if someone, yesterday was my turn and next week it'll be Samantha's <laughs> turn. We are just like take turns. It's awesome.
1: <laughs> I think that's so key cuz you got to go you have to have your tribe, you know, your entrepreneurial tribe, which is really what you also build online yourselves is is that ability to lean on when you want to grow, you're going through a growth spurt. You're like, I'm char- uncharted territory, man. Will you be my life raft for a hot second? Like there's a there's an ability to, when you open yourself up and say, I don't have all the answers and I'm not, I don't want to do it alone. And you can't, business does not grow by yourself. That means you have no clients. That means you have no services, no systems behind it, no you don't have an online presence like that. If you're doing it alone, I bet you're you're capping your earnings as well. You know, and there's there's the language in, in you know, if you're not continually growing yourself, um, and then you, you grow with your business doesn't grow, right? And then if you're if you as partners also are not growing together. Your business doesn't grow. You know, it all affects the the bottom line. And I think it's so relevant to have as a discussion with folks who feel like because of burnout, you know, with both of you came from unhappiness. Let's call it prior to this navigation of how do you create what is yours. And feel like so burnt out from all these other systems and processes, or, or companies I worked with, or people I hung out with, you know, and the trust is lost to believe that who matches your energy is out there to build together, you know, is, is something that we have to overcome. It is critical to find that support structure. And when you find it in partners, and that's why, you know, I adore the, the, the way you two come together and, and put it out there every day, even through the pain, right? Like even through the struggle, because someone else will benefit from that and go find their business bestie and, and create new partnerships or engage in services that align with what they're looking for. You know, and it is so key to grow that way. So it, it's awesome that you're both doing it and you share your journey <laughs> along the way, right? So like, cause you're not in it alone. And I don't and even, I, I don't remember the exact number with all the people as part of the community. You guys are definitely not alone. <laughs> how many people are in
0: there? Yeah, right now we, um, as of the recording of this, we're over 17,000 people in all of, all of our different various um, outlets. So it's really exciting to be, to, To have you know, be part of that many people, bringing them together. I think is kind of humbling.
1: If you were to give folks like a a a tool or a tip and and how to assess, you know, the right partner for them or the the right service to engage, like what is it that each of you look for before you say, yeah, I could. I could partner with that person or, you know, like they're aligned with what I'm trying to achieve. Is there anything, do you guys have any go-to methods around that?
0: I don't think there's a formula. I'm sure you could Google one and find one, but I think that you really just genuinely need to like the person. It goes a long ways. you know. I've learned though with people we bring on as like support members of our team, like you know they're not necessarily like our friends per se because they're employees of us and they work for us and there needs to be like a divide there, but you have to genuinely like the person. And I think people should just really trust themselves a little more instead of trying to talk themselves one way or the other, They just need to trust that what they're doing is going to work out. And if it doesn't, there's permission to pivot and move the other way. Yeah, I would definitely say liking the person is like the number one. If you you can't work closely with them because it's almost like you're like it's almost like you're married. I mean, you have to make those kinds of decisions with them and you have to have that level of trust. And it's like you're I mean, we we joke that we're work wives <laughs> because yeah. we really like have to make those kind of decisions and we have to have the same, like we have to kind of be on the same vibe. It, you have to almost have that that, like, well, I know what Samantha would say about this, or I you know you know her so well that I know what she 's going to say about this or or you can you know you can anticipate things and and getting on that same kind of vibe is so important that 's why we, before we even started our business, like we had worked together for over oh, a year, so I mean it was it was something where it 's like you just don 't hop into. To marriage <laughs> with the first person that you go out with, right? So I just like take it slow. <laughs> yeah, most
1: most people don't. <laughs> but but I would say um, you know as a as an executive and leadership coach in, in my practice, when I do work with partners, what I love to do is just like you said, it's like it's almost like your prenup. If we were to outline like all the different things I'm about, let's hang out for a little bit, let's know each other better. There's a a method to also organize when when shit hits the fan and it's going bad, how are you gonna react to that? You know, and and outline it up front so that when things get hard, because in business it definitely gets hard. In our, our personal lives going on, it gets hard. And we sometimes bring that into our business. We're human. We want to figure out that alignment to say, you know, hey, when I'm under stress, I get into such a controlling mode and I become a complete ass sometimes. <laughs> you know, like I might say the wrong things. I might, I might rub you the wrong way, but just know that that's where I'm at. And let's talk about how to, how to balance that reaction between us so we're still effective. You know, and and talking about that stuff up front is the relational piece in partnership that um, is really great that you're talking about. Because you became friends first through service, you know, like one of you was servicing another's need and then found that the other had a need for the, you know, a service for the other need. And then you realize, wait, other people have these needs. (laughs) So like, how can we make that a, a service business or service practice? And it's really beautiful because I think um, to take a pause as partners and say, how can we make this partnership better, stronger, you know, and rely on each more, especially because you guys aren't co-located anymore. You're no longer in the same state. It sounds like you were never really co-located to begin with. So to build an online partnership or remote partnership, you know, tell me a little bit about how you guys kind of function through all that. Yeah,
0: totally. I think I'd like to add though to what you're saying is like, you also have to realize that people are people. So they might be yeah. going through a stressful situation. So like in, you know, just their life, because our lives are so entwined when we're building businesses that sometimes they're going to react a certain way that, you know, and so it's like people are people and feelings are feelings, you know? So you also have to give that a little bit of credit too. There's no magical formula. It's like, just just go through it, you know? And um, so, well, there's this powerful thing. I don't know if you've heard of it, but it's called the internet. <laughs> And so, you really can do whatever the hell you want and create whatever you want, even if you live on the other side of the globe. And we live in such a great abundance time where it's like, oh, technology—we could Facetime on our phones. Like, um, I, we hang out a lot in Slack. So, like, I can, you know, Kathy's at my fingertips. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and at the same time, I love it because I have so much freedom, and so does Kathy. I'm like. You know, I don't think she has any idea what I was doing before this call other than I was slacking her like a mad woman. So she knows, like, you know how sometimes you're like, oh, by the way, I did this and this and this. But most of the time, like I could like go sit at the park. I could go like Mm -hmm. I could have left on a trip. And I mean, of course, I tell her because we have a great relationship, but I have like all this freedom where it's like I'm making my own choices, doing my own things. And so it's really, really fun. I love online businesses because you have that freedom. And a lot of times people forget that too. And they tie themselves into like, i am just got to be sitting at this desk. And I'm like, no, you don't. So I love it because I'm still able to make my own choices. Because think of, if you work at a nine to five and I was like, well, by the way, today I'm going to take a two hour lunch and then I might nap on the couch because I have a headache. And then I'm just going to get a whole bunch of shit done. They'd be like, no, no, you're not. You're going to sit here for the hours I tell you. Yeah, I agree. I think that's one of the awesome parts is is being able to still be in contact with each other, even though we're kind of still like living our own lives. And in fact, like while she was slacking me this morning, I was walking along the river by my house and taking time for myself. So it was, it was, you know, a time that I can get, take care of me and then I can take care of other things for work. And to go back to when you were talking about before of like the business relationship, I think that part of that key to that to that business relationship is being very self-aware of what you are and how you react and how you're, you know, what your feelings are. So if it's something that you haven't been able to achieve that kind of level of self-awareness, which we're all kind of working on anyway, I mean that's if I was going to give you any like, where, do, where should I start looking for a business partner? Is like, we'll start looking, you know, start with yourself almost because you have to know yourself well enough to be able to tell someone how you're going to, you know, react in certain situations or so that you can work together really well. Yeah, I
1: think it's so critical. Self-awareness is key because you have to present yourself a certain way and then, and also they'll see it. You know, you you see the good, bad and ugly in everyone you work with, especially your partners and business. And, And there's that appreciation of all the differences and also when space is needed, right? Like it's how you set boundaries, knowing that I might slack you every other minute. But if you have that boundary of you'll respond to me when you have the time because you manage your time the only way, I'm not gonna be taking offense to it and like stalk you and then go message you on Facebook and then message you on Instagram and be like, dude, why are you responding to me? Like that might be your style to be constantly in contact, but the other partner has to say no, like I will get to you when I get to you You got to understand that I, I'm always on the ball. I will always be there. Right. But there's that energy and understanding between you. Obviously, you guys have been working together for a while now, so you know each other's styles. But there, it's so critical to just give your each partner or each service even you um, engage with, you know, grace to understanding how you all operate in order to find the best out of the whole, which is which is just really that's really awesome to see um, an action between the two of you, but I know our listeners will benefit as well, you know, cause it's something that you can get stuck on and stop putting yourself forward because of something you misunderstood, you know, between, between who you're working with, which is great. So tell me a little bit about now what your focus is, you know, where, where are you trying to Take your business, who are you trying to reach out to? so you know our listeners know how to to connect with Badassery, mag and and also join in on listening to your podcast as well. Um, but really, what are your goals right now, and what are you going after?
0: So our goals right now is just because we're online doesn't mean we're an online business. And so we really try to get people to get together in real life. and so we've started. Um, Hosting more in real life events. So, we've been able to travel and do that. And so, we have quite a few coming up in the future. So, when we talk about Badassery Magazine, like, I don't, I mean, we do produce like, you know, magazine type content and stuff like that, but that's not really who we are. We're really just like that global support community. And we literally do have a global audience. So, it's realizing that like this world right now that we're talking in is very flat, you know, it's a flat screen. I know you have depth to you, but like, I don't know more than what you tell me in this conversation. But when people start coming together, especially women, I I like to say that like the witch burning days are over and it's okay for us to like, you know, help each other again. So we're really, really like pushing towards a community that is more than just this online world and that it has a lot of depth and meaning to it. So- Plus, you know, global domination. Maybe <laughs> we'll run for president. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I think that just focusing on bring, like bring connecting women through transformational experiences, whether that's offline or online or whatever we're doing, that's really what we want to do, and that's kind of our mission. I think in the bad, in bedastery land, as I like to refer to it.
1: I think that's great. And, and the coming together is so needed, you know, especially if majority of your work is online and, you know, our handheld devices make it so that our businesses pretty much don't turn off unless we choose to. That the coming together and that connection is so needed. And so I can't wait to attend one of the events. I, I definitely have to check out the schedule and
0: see, um, you know, how to meet y'all in person too <laughs> and celebrate. Yeah. And if you go to badasserymag.com, you can always pretty much get a hold of what we're doing and you can find us everywhere too at badasserymag. So it's pretty easy to find us. <laughs> yeah, it is. And it's a beautiful curated site as well, just as your magazine is which,
1: is, which is awesome. But the community is key. And I know you showcase a lot of talent through what you do and that in itself, that connection to other amazing badasses out there doing what they do is just so cool that uh, you guys produce that on a daily basis, really, you know, just in in your feeds and following you guys. And it's really awesome. Um, So I want to thank you both for putting yourselves out there and making this amazing community effective for everyone who joins. It's so key. Um, I would love for um, each of you just to let folks know how best to connect with you? Follow, of course, they'll go to your site and we'll put things in the show notes. But, like, if you're you want more connection on Insta or you know, each of you have different accounts, etc. So, what's the best way for folks to connect with you? Really, just at badassery
0: mag. <laughs> cool. And then, yeah, and our handles are all at badassery mag too. So, and then I would definitely recommend coming over on Facebook and then getting our Facebook group. We are badassery, that's a really fun place, and we're in there live. We do all sorts of, you know. Throw the glitter, make it rain, pass out yeah. shots, you know, anything we can do. <laughs> I love
1: that. And then before we close today's conversation, I love to ask this question. I mean, you defined what badassery is, but how would you define uh, who a badass is?
0: I think someone is a badass when they are truly themselves and they love it and they're not apologizing for it and it, doesn't matter what other people think, they only really are, they just are love themselves for who they are and that's what makes them badass. Samantha? So to me, I think uh, badass is kind of defined in your daily actions and so, you know, today like maybe I needed a day where I didn't do anything because I've been overworked and so that to me is living like my badass self, you know, and then maybe there's days where I go out and I just like conquer and slay a whole bunch of stuff. That's being my badass self. So I think the, the more that we can appreciate that success isn't a journey, like or excuse me, success is a journey, it's not a location. And so when we honor that, I feel like you're truly being a badass and living in your own badassery.
1: I love that. You both are true badasses and, and stand in the definition of what you just gave me. And I really appreciate you joining today. And I know our listeners are gonna benefit from it as well. So thank you so much for coming on the show and more to come, I'm sure. Thank you for joining me today. Before you move on to the next episode, please post a review or share this episode with someone you think would appreciate it. Your feedback and support mean everything to me. For more information, check out yourbadassjourney.com or kareenwalsh.com. I truly believe everyone is capable of living a badass life. Thank you for listening.